waiting. Hello there and welcome to Crosscast, episode 93, recorded on Tuesday, 1st November 2022. My name is Lewis and today I'm joined by three absolute guys, the first of them being. Doesn't care about story, doesn't care about gameplay, doesn't care about graphics, doesn't care about genre, doesn't care about art style, doesn't care about the game, doesn't care about hygiene, doesn't care about work, doesn't care about food, doesn't care about Coldplay, doesn't care about Coldplay fans, doesn't care about you, he only cares about his gamers card. Isn't that right, Alex? No, as I rebuted in the latest episode of X Players, I am a clean Coldplay loving, narrative driven fanatic. Are you now? Yes, I well, am. Briefly, when you left to do something earlier on, I mentioned that I've not actually had a chance to, to hear that one yet. It's still on my oh. two playlists, so uh, maybe next time that'll, that'll have changed. Maybe. Doubt it. Maybe. Next up. Freshly sluiced and ready for action, he goes by many names. Flappy Flappy Flapjack, Jackie Jackie Jack Flap, Piles the Hermit, Fetch Armstrong, Jizz Machine, Keith. <laughs> but we know him as a slippery bugger, Ben. Hi, Ben. <laughs> hey, good to be here. Yeah. Good, good. How you feeling? <laughs> jizz Machine. Reporting for Jizz. That jumper wasn't white when we started. Hey, <laughs> 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 <clears throat> uh, last but by no means least, what would you? Mark. Uh, hey, Lewis, you're right. I love that these intros now, apart from Ben's, they're just like a musical instrument. <laughs> <laughs> Alex's one is just, and then me, it's just, mm. it's the muffles from the dungeon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, 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 good. We are. Yeah. Good, good. Good, good. Really good. Excellent. Um, have you, what have you got? Have you got a nicer drink? I realise that we've been at it nearly an hour already. Uh, and this is us just getting started. I've got the remnants of a glass of water. Yeah, I've got about half a pint of orange squash. I've got a little bit of a tiny can. Oh, yeah. A little bit of water. That's a, a big ceramic bottle. It's like milk. <laughs> So chilies. Uh, I was Christine was getting annoyed with me carrying like a, this this actually this exact bottle to the gym. <laughs> and, uh, decided oh, I needed an, an upgrade. 
For uh, audio listeners, Mark was holding up a plastic oh bottle, the likes of which you might get as part of a kid's Happy Meal, <laughs> rather than um, rather than a grown-up sized bottle. This bait. Yeah, those, those kind of plastic bottles aren't, they're not good for you. All the bacteria no. collects underneath the, mm. the the rim, I guess. For one of the yeah, choice. the other day, it had been sat here a while after I got the new bottle and the water had been sat there for about a month or so. And I thought, oh, I need, I need a drink. And it was just so disgusting. Oh, God. Uh, I was un- it was really unpleasant. <clears throat> yeah, I got, I got to the point Stagnant. of like smelling it slash drinking yeah. it and just went, Ugh. You've not got to the point of throwing the bottle out? Though, no, 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 no. I might might lose this uh, wee ceramic one, mate. I suppose. Good point. Mm. Good point. Quick, quick clean of the rim and then back in action. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, once over with a wet wipe, you're fine. Um, Okay. Should we jump into some pick up and play? up and play time it's that time where we uh, the time you know that time that time where we speak about that the bits um that we've been playing and the, the other stuff that we've, we've picked up i still don't get that what was that about no. i was i was too embarrassed to ask before what was all this bits chat doing bits. ben's always doing bits bits just doing, doing bits is this like love island references uh, I have no idea. I've never seen Love Island. Mark will tell me. Mark, what is it? No, mate. I didn't know. I thought I was the only one. Mm. Don't know what it is. What is a bit? Bits. Just okay. keeping busy. Keeping active. Being productive. Yeah. Doing bits. Doing a good job. Yeah, bits and pieces. You're doing bits right now, Lewis. You don't even know it. We don't do bits since I got them, Lewis. It's fine. Is it? Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so pick up and play. Um, ben, going to come to you first. How? That's rude. I'm not okay. <laughs> um, I haven't picked up anything this week, but uh, I've been playing some stuff. Oh, yeah. I've been playing a whole lot. I've been playing some stuff because it's been spooky season, obviously. All <coughs> Hallows' Eve. Um, we thought. Is that how you would normally call it? Would you normally call it All Hallows' Eve? Or would you be. Normal? Happy All Hallows' <laughs> Eve! <laughs> for, 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 that's, that's how you do it from the stagecoach. Definitely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mega Dad's not here. <laughs> um, yes. So that's the, it was that, and it's not anymore, but it was. So Alex and I started playing um, Until Dawn. Oh, yeah. We did. Uh, via SharePlay on the PS5, um, taking it in turns. You know, if one of us needed a Wii, the other one would take over control. Um, of the game. Take, do a check. Oh, <laughs> holding the penis. Extended all the way from Yesha to London. Yeah. This Honestly, explains those it, WhatsApp until dawn question mark messages on WhatsApp. This I was so confused until now. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's amazing what you can do with technology. Um, but no, so we've, we've done that. And that's. Alex, I don't know how you feel about it, but I think from a technical perspective, that's worked really well. It has. Yeah, like, I'm quite impressed. You know, playing. Yeah, um, it literally is like as if you were sat next to each other and passing the controller, but you just hit an option and then suddenly Alex is controlling the game. It's very, very cool. 
Um, made me properly feel like I had a friend. Well. I know. It gave me the illusion of friendship as well. It's rather nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, the game itself. Um, so again, it's one of these... Alex, big big fan of narrative-driven games, as you know. And um, yeah, we kind of... What is it? You Is it eight, eight teenagers that you're... That it revolves around something like that? Roughly. Too many. Too many. Yeah, too many. But they're dropping like flies, so it's good. Um, But they're basically out. It's kind of like a... I don't know. How would you describe it? Alex, help me out. You played it as well. You're you're a night in the woods, and who's going to survive? And it's you need to make all the decisions to make sure like these vulnerable teenagers aren't are try and lead them to their safety, or if you're me, try and lead them to their demise. Because very much my my plan from the beginning was kill them all as quickly as possible and as violent a way as possible. Is it not the squirrel chasing you or something? We're not really sure. There what's are, quite uh, chasing uh, you. Uh, yeah, there seems to be like. You know, some bad guys killing killing off um, kids, and you don't you don't quite understand what's going on just yet. But the, I think we're just over halfway through it, and um, yeah, it's it's quite cool. It's yeah. you know, there's like quick time events which normally you know you turn your nose up at them, but mm-hmm. they work in the context of this because obviously there's not a great deal to do. Sort of go from you know shambling around fairly slowly going from place to place going oh there's a shiny thing over there let's click on that see if it's a clue or see if it's a a door i can go through or something um and then as alex said the rest of it is just decision making some of it you have to do quite quickly if you like if you take a risk so let's say for example you've got a choice of take the safe path or take the quick path when you take the quick path that's when it will trigger like quick time events and you have to try and run and then jump and hold triangle blah 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 whatever it might be um but i've quite enjoyed it i think the story is obviously like quite schlocky horror it's not anything particularly scary um it's just like almost like a slasher movie but um it's quite cool yeah not uh not something i would probably enjoy playing by myself and not just because it's not because it's scary or anything but more because it's quite fun to make those decisions together and you get to learn more about the person you're playing with and how um, morally bankrupt they are oh, so, yeah. so you really get to actually work together on each puzzle like scenario so that you, and you have to make a decision together to progress like yeah yeah okay yeah and there's no there's no puzzling per se i wouldn't no. say is there it's, it's, it's no. all just what do you want to okay. do in this situation? What do you do now? Kind of like, I can't remember if either of you guys played as Dusk Falls, but it's almost like that sort of thing. I was just about to ask if it was the It sounds like the game. sequel. It sounds like the sequel, as Dusk Falls until dawn. Mm. Mm, indeed. Mm. It's, uh, <coughs> indeed. Quite. Good sir. You're back on the <laughs> stage, Um But yeah, Alex, you said it's really similar to their more recent game uh, the quarry didn't you yeah like, that that's strikingly similar that's probably the thing i'd be most um surprised by so i had played the quarry a couple of months ago and like even looking at it playing it the characters the settings 
not so much the story, but it mean, I mean, you have like the formula for these games, and they've really just lifted that formula and shifted it onto the quarry. But to the extent where you were like, it's so similar, like the the cabin that you're set in, you can see similar. See a big cabin you're in the quarry, those mines that you're in, that's very similar again. Like I was really surprised at how similar it was because I don't feel like when people were playing the quarry, they really were saying, "Oh, it's really like as um as this falls." It's really like mm. um, until dawn. Until dawn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if anyone at home is interested in that game and hasn't played it yet, obviously it's been out a few years. I think the VOD is up on our Twitch channel still, Twitch.tv/slash Crossplayers of first couple of hours. So that, I mean, yeah, getting back to that, just being able to do that all from the PS5, I think is really cool. Like being able to play something together, stream it at the same time. Um, and all pretty seamless. So we should definitely do more of that. Yes. And I'll certainly do that for horror games in future. Is it on? Does, does one of you guys own it? Or is it on PS Now? I, I I own it, but I think it might be on... It's on PS Plus, I think. Is yeah. it? One PS Plus, yes. Yeah, it's, it's one of the levels. And so you don't... Mm. So how does it work? So, I just, how, like, so one of you boots it up. So is like Alex streaming into your... Yeah, PS5. Yeah, basically. So yeah, you fire it up and then join a like a party chat like you would with somebody normally, and then you just get an option to share the screen or share play, and then hit that, and then within ten seconds they're controlling it. Cool. Yeah, and you can do the same with local multiplayer as well. I think so. You can play as if you are both sitting next to each other. If it was a multiplayer game, so you can do that yeah clever stuff and an underutilized mm. feature of the ps5 mm. yeah for sure that's the first time i'd used it at all because i know you guys had used it previously in a couple of games i remember you streaming i think it was Watch Dogs legion will be a couple of years ago now yeah and yeah. um but i've never that was the first time i've ever used it and yeah it worked given my internet is pretty shit as well it worked <laughs> relatively not bad so yeah and even going back to elden ring we <clears throat> I think there was a point when Dan and I were playing together and then we had each other's, we were just watching each other's picture in picture so I could see what he was doing and we could say, oh no, if you go over there, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And it's quite handy. And you can, cool. see, you can see you with the binoculars up on a hill. Oh, there's an enemy way, way over there. And you just go, <laughs> <laughs> still exactly. bitter, still bitter all these months later. It's amazing. <laughs> I know. Let Incredible, it go, man. Just yeah. pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Never forgive. <laughs> All right. Good. That's cool. What else? Anything else? Any, anything good? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Something else. Um, and again, Alex will probably be able to chime in on this one as well. But I have been consumed by Marvel Snap uh, for the last few days. And I was hesitant to start it because I thought it might grab me by the balls and it completely has. It's such a cool little uh, deck building game. Just mobile game. You know, you think it's going to be trashy, money grabbing rubbish, but it it just doesn't feel like that at all. It's it's (laughs) not... um, It's definitely not money grabbing anyway. (laughs) No, it's... A little bit. There's a little bit. Obviously, they... You know they have to make their money somehow, but 
there's it's it doesn't force stuff down your throat. It doesn't say, oh, you buy this, buy this now, upgrade here. Oh, don't wait until six p.m. to play the dailies. You can, you know, buy. It doesn't any do any of that shit. It's just, uh, yeah, really fairly simple, um, sort of card based game. You have kind of three columns of cards, and you have your you have to kind of win two at least two of those columns in order to win the entire game. Uh, so it's so not snap, that, obviously. Like proper snap. It's nothing like snap, no. Oh, um, oh that was my question. Yeah. Well, the, but the, the snap, the, comes the snap is yeah. if you think you're going to win, then you can snap, and that basically doubles the points that are available to the winner. What do you mean by snap? Just press a button that says snap. <laughs> what, happens? what happens? Snap! Yeah, it was snap. <laughs> And it doubles the oh amount. snap, um, yeah. So it doubles the the cubes that are available for the winner. So and those cubes determine your overall level, basically. Um, There's like a global you... ranking for this, is there? And you, you're fighting against people around the world. Don't yeah. think so. Is there? Well, oh, not not a not? global ranking, but you can okay. go up. You know, you can go up to like gold level, platinum level vibranium level because everything's like marvel mm. themed obviously uh, and that all that element of it is done really well we did get a quote from dan actually i don't know Lewis, if you i have it right here because <clears throat> um, he's uh, been obsessed with it as well yeah he's currently level 104 and absolutely enamored with it haven't been as addicted to a card game since hearthstone it's clear that the developers have a total respect for the marvel aesthetic they go there's a damn word for you an honor <laughs> ding ding and honour it by delivering a total disrespect of the pay-to-win insidious downward tropes found elsewhere in season-based games. You've got two for your bingo card right there. Uh, it continues. The free-to-play addictiveness and overall calibre of Snap sits proudly alongside Rocket League and Fortnite, which is quite the compliment considering it's still in its infancy. Hashtag. I forgot the word. <laughs> Zeitgeist. 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 <laughs> Altruism. That was what I was going for. Mm. Oh yeah. Um yeah, I would agree with all of that. Uh that so that level he was talking about is basically you <clears throat> the more XP and stuff you get you can put into your card your collection level, is that what it's called, Alex? Yeah. Whereby you every every level or every couple of levels that you go up you either unlock more currency to upgrade your cards or you can unlock new cards like completely new cards to use in in future games and um, so i think i'm level 177 um which is a lot um yeah. but i have just every opportunity i've just been playing this game Oh, wow. Very, very addictive. Does it help if you like Marvel? I don't think it matters, <sighs> to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm I'm sure it does help and like I'll see some characters and go, Oh that's that's cool. I, I've heard of that one. But um it, it's making me it's X-Man. want to play Guardians Guardians <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it's making me want to play that. It's uh, okay. the next like big game that I get into. That's if I ever play a proper game. video game again. That's such a good game. <clears throat> 
I've looked yeah, at a couple yeah. of screenshots of it, and I actually went to download it, and that's when I've seen the screenshots and I decided against it. I don't know, put yeah. me off. And everyone's talking so positively about it. Why would you play it, Lewis? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> you know? It's a very good point to which I have no response. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the most, the most talked about game in our Discord for a long time? Mm. Yeah, well, that's because you and... You, okay. Kevin, Ben, Dan's chipped in. Mark. Is Eamon? Mm. Have you played it as well? Tyler. Oh, not uh, oh, Mark. Mark Grumpy Mark, yeah. It's made him less grumpy, so I mean, there we go. Yeah, must be doing something right. But no, I I would say give it a go. Obviously, it's very easy to turn your nose up at mobile games. I've done it myself up until this year, really, where I enjoyed Point P earlier in the year and very much enjoyed this as well. So, it's the year of mobile gaming. It's legit. It was last year with Grindstone. Thank you very much. All right, Alex, I'm going to stick with you. Ben's kind of covered most of what I've been playing, so say, until Dawn and Marvel Snap. What I have also have been playing... Have I picked up anything? Have I picked up Oh, I did pick up something. I've got a... I've got a, it's just, I've got a lovely new Xbox controller. Is it Lunar Shift? Mm-hmm. See it? Silver, gold, as I'm showing the guys on camera. Well, this has just turned mm. these nose up. Um, it's, it's very shiny. It is very what, shiny. Do, you not, you don't like it, Lewis? Show us the back. The back just... It's black on the black. back. Oh, okay. And then it's oh, got the um, kind of rubberized rubber grips. grips. It's oh. like a marble effect. It's very nice. Uh, Go on, Lewis. Comment. I, I, Mark, I just, I just, I don't like the, um, the colour. I don't like those things. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe in the late nineties, early two thousands, you used to get those cars. Um, that from one angle they would look purple, but when they came past, they would sort of change to blue. Yeah, um, I seem to remember Cut like some old. What was that? Cut and shut. Is that what it's called? Cars. No, that's when they, when a car gets written off, and then they replace the back end of it with a completely different car. Oh, okay. so, yeah, it's an illegal thing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. Uh, that. It wasn't that. No, not that. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of that. I don't like that. Um, I don't like it. Um, maybe it'd be better if it was, you know, two distinguishable colours separate from each other. But it just looks like this sort of vague grey with a couple of sparkly bits on it. I hope you've really enjoyed using it, Alex. <laughs> I haven't touched it yeah. yet, to be honest. It's well, just, just kind of sitting there. We were just uh, watching you touch it. Now. Well, I haven't. <laughs> I, ha- I haven't used it as an, it's for its functional purpose as of yet. Um, it's done, yeah, it's done I, many other things. Lies. Is is your Forza one still your main your mainstay? Yes, but the reason mm. why I got that one rather than some of the other ones is because I like the rubber grip. Mm. Okay. So that because that okay. one had a rubber grip was a um, had a, a big tick for me. I have another question. Yes. How many do you have? Um, not as many as I thought I did. That's only and five. That, what a number. That's I have five Xbox controllers. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, that's not too far right. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was more. Yeah. Well, I returned the I, I returned the Elite controller because I decided that I didn't need an Elite controller, so I bought an Elite controller and that would have made it six, but I replaced that with this one. Oh, that was relatively mm. recently. It's why you picked that up. Yeah. Yeah. So 
there was two reasons why, like, A, I didn't really need it and it was just white. And if I'm going to get one now that you can get it in the design lab, I'd rather get a design lab yeah. one. Um, and I don't need an elite controller because I'm not an elite gamer. And maybe you would be if you had one. Yeah. Didn't make much difference Chicken in the, in the little trial that I had. Um, and it doesn't have a share button. That's that was, criminal. That's the one that really pissed me off. Like, I like taking pictures yeah. in games. I like doing all that yeah. shit. Um, and it annoyed me that I couldn't. So that was the biggest negative for me on the Elite Controller. I'm honest. Yeah. So has the new the new Elite that still hasn't got a share button? No. Yeah, that's, that's the, the one he had. Yeah, the middle it? button is for changing the profiles. So you can have customizable profiles, but that switches toggles between the profiles. Unless I was an idea and you can customize it to do it, but I couldn't find any way that you could. Well, let's um, not rule that out. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to rule that out just yet. No. <laughs> there definitely may be an option there, let's not lie. Um, but yeah. So I picked that up. I also picked up, uh, we have got a new game locally, finally. We've, uh, all our games closed down, but one opened up in the local Sports Direct. So I had a little browse in there the other day and I picked up a copy of Lost Judgment that was just to twelve ninety nine. So I thought, that's not bad, picked that up. But that's mm. everything I've picked up. Mm. I'll play it eventually. I've still not played the first one, but I'll get there. Get there it's judgment Free Zone. Terrible. <laughs> Fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> have, have any of you guys got uh, the you other two? Have you got special edition controllers at all? No. No. I, well, I guess just got. Yeah. No, Look, I say I've got the eight bit do, or as Ben would say, eight bit do, uh, Pro Two, and that's got a uh, you can fanny about with yeah. the triggers and all that. And it's got paddle bits on the back that I've never used good thing with that is that like, if you want to play well, like, uh, the Link's Awakening mm. remake you can map the um, D-pad to be the analog stick so you can use the D-pad to play it which is good hmm. that's as yeah, no, special as it gets anything. for me yeah I would like one of these special edition um, uh, Switch Pro controllers but um, they're always, I always just miss them and then they're too expensive almost immediately I was just like they're yeah. already they're already pricey, aren't they? The mm. Switch Pro controllers. So it's like another twenty or thirty quid just for some coloured ha- handles. Yeah, Is that what they're called? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's <laughs> I, I quite like the obviously the retro ones, like the Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, ones got that all came those. out. And I don't yeah. know. You got the NES yeah. ones as well, didn't yeah. you, Mark? Got, got the whole. Did I, you ever I, flog the second one of those? I did actually, yeah. So I've just got because oh. they only came in the the two pack. I don't don't need a two pack, mm. and so I've got the. Uh, You've got the. I just don't have the Mega Drive one. Did you pick that one up? No, I wouldn't mind it though. I yeah, I, I only sort of want to have it just for the completionist aspect of it. But yeah, um, also just the novelty of having that with Nintendo written on it is quite mm. surreal. Yeah, that is mad. It's bonkers for people of our age, anyway. It is. <clears throat> Speaking of myself, but I did get an arcade, an eight bit do arcade stick a while mm. ago. You used that for uh, Streets of Rage, didn't you? It. Did I? Oh no! Eh, for the used it on. I'm sure you used it for the SNES Mini. Yeah, I can't remember, but it's good. <laughs> it's really good. I just, you know, it's in a box somewhere. Getting it out. You used it at some point. It's fine. It's, it's down in. It's down in this cupboard down here. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I'd like to get another one and build like a custom cabinet. 
just oh. like with a switch inside it, like that um, Metroid Mike did on uh, Twitter. You know the guy that got famous doing the uh, levels, Mario Maker, Mario two, Maker two levels. Yeah. yeah. A while before that, he built his own custom arcade cabinet with two of those in as the controllers, and then a, a switch as like the you know playing the games. It's very cool. <laughs> One day, <laughs> if, I had, if I had a bigger house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. And you never got this drink. Oh man, am I? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. Tight hour. Metroid Mike actually. Get, get, we we used to play. I, he gave me some props to some of my Mario Maker levels. Now he's famous. I can boast about it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we should get him on actually. Yeah, he's, but he's got a cracking notepad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I go back to what I've been playing? Yeah, when you go. Please, yeah. please do. Um, so the main thing I've been playing is the Entropy Center. Um, so the Entropy Center is a first-person puzzle puzzle game set in a dystopian world future. Might be a future, might not be. Not sure. I can't really tell. It probably told me and I didn't notice. Um, don't pay attention to the narrative. But it was... it's. <laughs> It's very hard to describe with this game without telling you it's very similar to Portal. So you're basically going around this world, exploring levels, and you're entering different test or puzzle zones. So you've got like different levels of puzzle zones where you've got like puzzle one, two, three, four, five in each level. Um, and you're introducing like a different element to the puzzles like as each of the levels move up so i'm currently in level i've not finished this game yet i think i'm at the kind of eighth zone and at each one it introduces a different let's say a different element so the kind of key thing is you still have you still have a gun so whereas you had your portal gun this is a an entropy gun and what the entropy gun's power is is it can manipulate time and objects so you say you start with a box, you would move this box around to different places to activate like different switches and different in a different order. And you then need to work out right, where does that need to be at what point where I need it to be. You would go and you would solve the puzzle based on what order you need to do things in. And then as you move, you can rewind the like puzzle item to move it to the different elements and activate the different switches to enable you to move through like an open door or um to activate a switch or move it back to do these things in like different orders. So it's it's that kind of rewind element that solves the puzzles. You need huh. to work out how you link all the things together as you go forward. So you would start just with a box. So you just have a cube, you need to get like it maybe activate two pressure pads, set it on the second one first, then move it to the first one, go to where you need to do, do that first activation, reverse it to the second activation, that's you through the door, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, it then kind of builds up where you've got like jump pads, you've got lasers, you've got bridges, you've got, it just kind of layers everything up on top of it and it's all about how do I get from A to B through this door, essentially in these puzzles. The whole that premise cool. of the... It does it, sound cool, pretty, yeah. It actually... For a game which is setting out to be kind of portal esque, it is. It's there's so many portal. But like the gun talks to you. It's that kind of humor. Like your guns, like your Glados, but it's not mm. quite 
because it's not got the same humour, but it'll still like it'll give you a sarcastic round of applause if you've done something right, or it'll do different bits and pieces like that. Um, and the whole premise is you are you've woken up in this entropy centre, which is it's located basically in space. And what its purpose is, is to harvest energy through these puzzles. And it's basically a research centre, which can then rewind the earth to reverse any sort of catastrophes. So it's like to prevent Armageddon essentially hitting the earth. So it can then rewind it, tell it what tell the earth what happened to enable it to prevent it from happening. So kind of pre-warn, that's the mm. whole purpose of this entropy centre and that's... But what's happened is you've kind of, you are facing like the last day. So that's latest catastrophe you've woken up and you're the only person there so you're stranded but like so protagonist going through this with a little gun talking to you to try and get you through um through the center and you're trying to harvest enough energy to basically give that huge entropy gun like the big one that can fire at earth enough energy to save the world that's what you're that's what i'm taking from what you're trying to do um i've not Mm. quite got there yet but there's slight differences where like the you, your protagonist Aria talks to the gun Astra, so she can communicate. It's not like that silent protagonist. She does she does communicate as you go through the world. You can go you're kinda of in and out the center, can exp, you can just wander and explore. It looks it's a really pretty game. Um you need to like locate different computers and stuff as you go through. Um Ben, do you have a question? I can see your hand raised. Wait for a wait for a natural break. It's fine. Carry on. <laughs> Um, so you can go through one of interrupt, and then one of the other kind of key differences is there's also some combat. So there is these different um, worker robots. So you've got the <laughs> my screen's now just bouncing, but you've got. Can you, can you imagine a teacher dealing with this? The yeah. kids like hand in the air. Uh, um, yeah, yes, Ben. No, no, no. Wait, wait for an right. actual pause. Thank you very much. So, I'll just finish this section and then I'll take questions. Okay, children. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you, you have these worker bots. There's basically there's thousands of worker bots within the center which kind of run it. Um, but they've kind of gone into some sort of crisis mode and they actually think you're attacking it and trying to. So they'll fire things at you and you need to use the gun to basically reverse the projectiles to blow them up or you can throw them and stuff. So there's a little bit of combat and that in there as well as you're exploring and getting between the areas. You need to work those kind of puzzles and not just the puzzle rooms, but trying to get between the different worlds. You need to kind of work out ways of reversing some of the damage that's been done to the center to get you to the right points to get to the to navigate through it um so there's quite a lot mm. to it i don't think it'll be the longest game i think i've only maybe played about four hours and i think i'm quite well through it Sounds um cool. but it's it it pretty good um so it comes out on as of if you listen to this on the day of release it comes out on the 3rd of november and um, so it would have been out yesterday um but it's definitely one to look at it's coming out on all xboxes playstations and pc yeah, I'm very impressed in what I played so far. I was a bit just thinking it was going to be a pretty poor portal clone, but it's it does it a wee bit differently and it does it well. <laughs> yes, Lewis, you have something to say? Thank you. Ben put his hand down. Um, you didn't say it, so I assume not. It's not a game pass day one. No, as far as I'm aware, no, it's not. Do you know uh, price wise? No, but I can find out. Okay. developed in London. <laughs> Apparently. Hmm. Nice. And yeah. uh, so, you know, you're like one, two. Do you want congratulations by proxy, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just, 
you know, I like to think I've, I've played a part. Um, <laughs> Do you want a little, should we give him a little clap? Should we give Ben a clap? Um, Alex, so Portal 2, obviously, the, the greatest game of all time, as we know, yeah. as me and you know. Why would this not be the greatest game of all time? It doesn't have that same level of writing and humour. Okay. So although it, it mm. kind of, it does a decent job of it, but it just doesn't live up to the same heights and the, probably the puzzles aren't as complex. Um, so I think it's, that's, I've got, <laughs> I basically got through like eight worlds without really having to not think about it. You're maybe a better trial and error, but it's not like, right. there's nothing overly <laughs> obscure about it. You see Ben kind of picking up, um, but I would say it's a much simpler game to solve than Portal. <laughs> Um, it it's not the same. Well, as far as I've got so far, I wouldn't say there's the same level of complexity. There's probably more elements you can use, but I think it's easier to work out what you need to do because you are working with that one key thing of um, time and reversing time. Okay, better than <laughs> um, it. It's really good looking, actually. <clears throat> Just watching a bit of video of it, I'm quite surprised because that was one of one of the things, obviously, Portal's very clean-looking, but uh, this looks more organic than, you know, just those, like, test chambers that I'm still in from Portal 2. It's a bit more colourful. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of Cube, with a Q, those games. Oh, yeah. Looks a bit like that. Yeah, quite quite enjoyed them. Not the film, <laughs> the horror film Cube. All the people yes. stuck in the cube, and not the game show hosted by Philip Schofield. Nice. Oh, can you beat the cube? <clears throat> the cube. Um, that's a solid shout. That's good. I'm going to check that one out. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I nice. think you would like it, Mark. I definitely do. Um, I was, as I say, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Did we get um, a price for it? I'm looking for it. I can't find it. Um, I will report either. back. It's a shame. Yeah. It's reminding me of something else that I've played, like Gar- Gardens Forever, I think. It's something like that. The Gardens Between. That's it. The Gardens With the, Between. The time can... reversal yes. puzzles and things. Uh, yes. yeah, yeah, I played that as well, but I, didn't, I can't see it made me think of it when I was playing it. Okay. Um, but... It was only the time aspect and the rewinding <laughs> and re- moving time forward to, to solve yeah. various sections. That was it. It, it also reminded me... Or when you were talking about like trying to avoid the end of the world and blah blah blah, uh, it reminded me of Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, quick oh. update on that: got the platinum. That's Indeed. all. Nothing more to say. No one cares. Is that your sec- <laughs> second this year, Ben? <laughs> oh, second, third. I, I lose. I lose track. <laughs> oh, he needs one. The one that it's all the matters. It's funny you should mention actually because whether you were you were describing it reminded me of Quantum Break. <sighs> oh yeah. I can see where you're coming, but I suppose you're rewinding the whole thing in Quantum mm. Break, though, aren't you? Whereas with this, it's just specifically <laughs> the objects. Yeah. It reminded me, actually, going, what you were talking about. It's funny you reminded me. <laughs> the when end you of... said Quantum Break, that reminded me of Quantum Leap. Yeah. Which is what I feel like I'm in now. And uh, having to solve the world by resetting time reminded me of the first Superman movie. <laughs> Flying backwards very, very fast around the world. Not even backwards. Just right. faster than the speed of light, I think. Right, children, come yeah. on. Anyway. Back, back to the matter <laughs> at hand. <laughs> All right. What else are you yes. finding uh, prizes? Uh, Mark, do you want to do your pick up and play? Yeah, so I have finally started playing 
Metroid Dread, which I <clears throat> I like to stay current with my games that I'm playing. And uh, yeah, what did, when did this come out? Beginning of December last year, was it? Uh, October. Even yeah, for earlier. you, that's Even pretty earlier. fucking current. Mm. Yeah, that's true. It's not it's not as bad as Quake or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did play Quake when it first came out. To be fair. Um, <laughs> You should be yeah, on, on and, the uh, Game of the Year episode 1994 then, or whenever it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll re-record all the Game of Years retrospectively, yeah. all the way back. Yeah, um, yeah, and I, I mean, I, I was a little bit scared to play it because obviously a lot of love for the Metroid um, series and it had been built up so much. And when it first came out, I started it and then I was like, oh, I really want to just play this properly with the OLED. And then when the OLED came out, I thought I was playing something else. I was just like, right, I'm stuck in something else or I wasn't in the mood for it. And so I just left it and left it and left it. And I just thought, then I then I heard various like rumblings of negativity about it from certain strange quarters. And then um, finally just thought, oh, screw it. I'm right in the mood. I had a good chunk of time. I was ready to play it. And it every aspect of it, after the first stage where you're just getting used to the Emmys and get, get the Emmy system where you're getting chased by the, 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 ro- the enemy robots mm-hmm. and... Um, then dealing with some of the control mechanisms that were different from previous Metroid games. Some of that stuff, you, you got to get used to that in the first sort of half an hour to an hour. But then after that, everything has just bowled me over and just exceeded every expectation I had for the game. Like visually, the sound design, the like the cinematic sequences as you go, and you know, you know how I feel about cinematic fucking sequences. And then th- this, I was like, oh my god, I'm loving this. The, the, the first boss dies. And it just like pans back, and you can see Samus through the body yeah, of the yeah. of the green. I was like, "This is incredible!" I actually, I was by myself, no, just like gasped out loud to myself in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, oh, "Shit!" I was like, looking around at the walls, going, "Walls, see this? It's amazing!" <laughs> and ah, uh, oh, it's just been an absolute joy from start to finish. The 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 enemy designs, because um, I'm comparing it to. Samus Returns, which mm. I played twice on the 3DS, mm. and that sort of overused the um, the parry system quite yes. a lot. And it really does that game. You'll be aware of that, Lewis, definitely. And um, this one, I was worried that it was going to be like that, like lots of parrying all the way through. But you just you use it occasionally, and then you've got different enemies. You have to use different different weapons and things on. It's just so cool, and I love that every area you go to, it's giving you just enough of the hero, the secrets around you. When you get these abilities, you're going to be able to come back and, and go this way, this way, this way. And at the same time, giving you that sense of the wider exploration. But it is also really cleverly channeling you quite yeah, quite cleverly through this linear... It's, it's a fairly linear space. It's not it's not as um, open as something like Hollow Knight, where mm. you are just kind of... like You can just go off in any direction. You can kind of just explore, die, and then you have to return, come back. It's a bit more Soulsvania, that one. The, the, the way it's channeling you so that you feel like you're, you've got this open space reminds me of Half-Life, actually. And it's just so cool. I mean, I could just... I'm just gushing about it now, but what a game. What, what, I know you guys. Yeah, because well, we kind of spoke about it briefly through the week. And I, I, I'm kind of at the point now where I want to replay it and just get a, get a bit of a window when I'm, not, when I'm not playing something else on my Switch, when my Switch is free. Um just want to replay it. One thing I seem to remember about it is how fast Samus is. She's so like a s- sprint. Yeah. The whole it's just such a quick game, and the platforming is just everything's so tight. It's yeah. 
that was, I'm sure that was my game of the what year. I like about from last year, but it, it fell short. Yeah. I think from I think overall because the likes of Alex and Dan were in the half with it. Wasn't in a half. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, it's, it's very fast, and, and even Summers returns felt very very fast for Summers compared to the previous games, which do when you, when you think about how slow they they are compared to this, she is just ricocheting around those environments so quick. You just slide under things really quickly, jump up, yeah. grab hold, move across. It's just fantastic, the, the, the slickness of it. How welcome is that slide when you've got an Emmy right behind you? Oh, man, yeah. The, 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 those are genuinely scary, quite little. They're very tense. I wouldn't say scary. Mm. There's a lot of mm. tension in those moments where... And, and they're, they're, you know, I like that they're quite puzzly as well, those sections where you're just sort of trying to work out where do I need to be? What exits do I need to take? Yeah. Uh, is there something I need to have, have done in this space? Uh, it's really cool. Yeah, I thought they were, they were quite a nice addition, quite a nice way to break up the typical Metroidvania gameplay. Um, but I think, and I think they made a few concessions to making it more approachable as well. So there was that, but also the the linearity of it that you spoke about, Mark. The way I think it does a really good job of just funneling you through without even knowing that it is, yeah. that it's doing that. And that yeah. I think that's probably why I was able to stick at it as opposed to something like Hollow Knight where I'm like, where the fuck am I supposed to go now? This is like, as long as you know, okay, well, if you shoot a few walls and ceilings, you'll eventually find the block that you need to hit to go to the next area. But as long as you know the the basics of a Metroid game, it, it seems pretty approachable. But yeah. I think that cinematics, the the look, the the way that it goes from two D to three D, you, you almost forget it's all in three D, and then suddenly you'll just get to a bit where the camera will just swoop around to see like straight in front of Samus. It's really impressive, and the sound design yeah. was spot on as well, especially in those little Emmy sections. And um, yeah, I I I think it's. It's aged quite favorably in my mind as well. Mm. Like I loved it when I played it, but now I'm same as you, Lewis. I'm looking back sort of fondly at yeah. it, like, oh, quite that, fancy another go at that. Yeah, I think I've done it four on the bounce last year. Mm. That's yeah. dedication, mate. Oh, That's amazing. Yeah, I remember that now. Because I went through and I tried to do it faster and faster. Where, where would you, where are you just now? I've done the second boss. Um, and now I am, so I've unlocked, I think, four bits of the map. Okay. Four sections of the map. I've just got the, oh, it's a bit spoiler. Oh, it's, it's been out for ages. <laughs> I guess we can, like, say, uh, the... we can skip forward 10 seconds or something. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we so... can do what Dan did last <laughs> week and time it. And then at the end of it, go, right, that was 28 seconds. <laughs> That's not any help to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've just there's, there's a bit of the map that's now like an um, an ice section, mm. and I haven't got the the ability to move through that, so I'm at that sort of stage. Right. Uh, okay. But some of the environments as well, like there's a section where you are moving through, and it's a bit like uh, it's like there's it's like a volcano, or there's a lot of like mm. uh, fiery explosions, and it's just you've got to sort of jump through and escape quite quickly, and then you're tra- then you've got to transverse back through it. That section was really thrilling as well. And some of the environmental details, like some of the platforms have just got like dry ice falling off them. And in the background, there'll be like plants. And sometimes, you know, you'll you'll see like bosses that you've encountered in the background at different sections. It's really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. Sense of um, depth is, is quite sense impressive, of depth. isn't it? That's yeah. it. 
Yeah, and that that's the that's the big difference from the previous games. There was a little bit of that with um, Samus Returns, but this just gives a lot more of it. And I I do hope that it's done well enough that they think about either revisiting something like Fusion and bringing that in 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 the same sort of engine that they built. If they could recreate Fusion, spruce it up to something like this level of detail and uh, would be amazing or or even just a brand new game even just a metro drift 2 i'd be happy with that mm. um, yeah mm. where, we'll see uh, currently where would it sit over the five difficult Mate, question it's got, it's, not uh, yeah i mean it's it's got it's it just it's it's first i think i think it just does so much so well that it, it, it's it's currently sitting at my favorite and in a way that i wasn't expecting to find it my favorite at all i was Really worried that it was going to be quite plodding, and it's just going to be a lot of these Emmy sections. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, th- I think at the moment it's it's my favourite for quite some time. Yeah. W- what about you? Where did you place it? Um, I think. Yeah, it's maybe difficult. I think it was up up, the, up at the top. I'm not sure. Like like um, like what Ben was saying, it's, it's aged favourably. Whereas like last year, I did like I finished them all last year. Mm. Like I done Super Metroid, Zero Mission. Fusion, Samus Returns, all in the lead up to Dread coming out. And like the ones that haven't aged so well in my mind are probably Super and Samus yeah. Returns. Yeah. But Fusion is like, I think initially after I played them, because I did Zero Mission, then straight into Fusion. Initially I was like, Zero Mission is like, was my favourite because it was just so fast. And like you could just like bounce around that game so quickly. But over time, I think Fusion's jumped above that one okay um i have i haven't actually played zero mission that's the one of those that you've listed that i haven't played and uh, a lot of people claim Ooh. say that's their favorite and I, I should play it at some point um i really enjoyed it that's i i couldn't get into super but i got into zero mission and that that's what sold me on on getting um dread yeah i remember that now actually yeah that's mm. cool um yeah a lot of people speak very very favorably about zero mission um and yeah, never really had the opportunity. I think I've got it on a, um, a modded 3DS uh, some, somewhere around. There, so. <gasps> uh, what was Still available on the Wii U up until March of next year oh, as well. Yeah. Have you got a next door neighbour called Rommeld? <laughs> That's his name. That's his name. Rommeld. Rommeld yeah. Hackman. <laughs> so Metro Dread, finally playing it as I, sh- I should have played it months ago. And it's just a, it's a dream come true, really. Um, Excellent. I skipped talking about um monkey island i've completed return to monkey island but uh there'll be a review soon and we'll talk more about that in a future episode um and the other game i've been playing a lot of is the dlc for marion rabbits uh, the donkey kong dlc for the first marion rabbits oh. oh okay yeah um with sparks of hope coming out and i thought you know, I'd love to play this because I've really enjoyed the original campaign with Marion Rabbits. And I have a disease where if a game has DLC and I own the game, I'll, I will tend to buy the DLC, even if even if I didn't enjoy the main game, I will still think, like, oh, I want to have the complete game, I'll buy the DLC. It's just so stupid. <laughs> it's such a waste of money. So I've got various games where I, I like moonlighter or something i've not even played that but i was like ah oh, i'll buy the dlc <laughs> just so just so when i do play it i'm playing That's the complete game it's completely insane yeah and i i do know you... i'm insane doing it so i wait but for sales in, in fairness you actually play dlc though don't you <laughs> so like, like with zelda you, you you played the 
like That's master right. mode and all that stuff. That might be Whereas the one. I, I don't think I've ever played any DLC <laughs> yeah. of anything knowingly. Yeah, it's something I get a bit like the buying it. I always intend to actually play the DLC, like like with this Donkey Kong DLC, like the um, the Splatoon two DLC. Um, Oct- what was it called? Uh, the Octopath ext- extension or whatever expansion. Yeah. Octopath Traveler Time Octopath Cross. Octopath Traveler uh, <laughs> Time Cross. Cross. <laughs> What's it called? Yeah. It was Octo. Uh, the Octo expansion. Octo. Yeah. Just Octo expansion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No path. <laughs> I fully intended to play that straight away, and I still haven't played that properly. Um, so I'm probably a little bit the same as you there, Ben, where I don't tend to mm. play them. But I did play the Breath of the Wild one. Um, which is amazing. Uh, but th- this one is a really solid extra campaign for Mario Rabbids. So if you enjoyed Mario Rabbids, perhaps, like me, you bought the DLC <laughs> as soon as it first came out and you're looking at Sparks of Hope thinking, well, that's going to be a tenor, tenor next week, it's Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> then that's that's been my approach. And I thought, I, I want the experience. And I was reading a re- um, interview with the developers in Edge magazine, which I have here next to me. And he was saying that, he sees the Donkey Kong DLC as a real stepping stone to Sparks of Hope, whereby a lot of the ideas that they then fully fleshed out in Sparks of Hope, they uh, originated in in the Donkey Kong DLC. So um, it's been great, really enjoyable. Donkey Kong's particular moveset is excellent. And you've got, you know, things like the the barrels that you can use to propel yourself around the environment um, outside of the maps, that is. But then in the maps, he can do long distance jumping and he grabs onto like a dandelion to swing across the map to get to the other side. So you can use it to move your characters around in a sort of um, in a wider sphere of uh, influence than you would have done in the previous games. So he he has a lot of maneuverability. And yeah, it's been excellent. It really feels like a complete game, to be honest. And I've now just started playing the it's got like a whole campaign of bonus levels like reworked versions of the standard Donkey Kong campaign. So I'm now playing those bonus levels. And so there's so much content there for the money that um, it's probably like £1.50 or something to Ubisoft. So you may as well grab it if you liked Mario plus Rabbids. I I very much did. Um, and I, it has occurred to me to do this Donkey Kong expansion uh, while we mm-hmm. wait for the inevitable price drop of Sparks of Hope. Yeah. Um, how does it... Does it assume you've just finished Mario and Rabbids, and therefore you know how to play, or does is there like does it onboard you quite? It easily? it really onboards you again. Yeah, it starts okay. from scratch with with you 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 only have your three characters for the whole duration of this DLC campaign, and you don't get to switch characters, and they start from scratch. So you don't need to have remembered the moves or anything from the previous characters. So it starts mm. you quite simple and. Uh, the um, it's got the same sort of skill tree aspect and the same sort of weapon development and the you've still got the same world map which I, I don't know I, I absolutely adored the world map of the original game and this one is just the same the world map is just great and apparently the Sparks of Hope one is just as cool whereby you're solving various almost like Zelda-y dungeon-y sort of puzzles along the way to sort of unlock various upgrades or just like stickers and things, but they they they're, they're a nice break between the maps. I find um, nice little asides, and they're all sort of nicely Donkey Kong themed, and yeah, it feels really cool. 
definitely recommend it. And um, I didn't get, I didn't feel like I had to have jumped back to the first game at all to enjoy okay. enjoy this this DLC. I just straight back into it. Cool. Mm. Yeah, I fell off that um, Mario and Rabbids, but for no particular reason, I was enjoying it. Just stopped playing it. Stopped one so day, good. just sat down, and I went, oh, and didn't turn it on. I just, sort of just sat there, you know. See, if that was me, I would have bought the DLC anyway. Um, <laughs> I said, I might have, I just might to have, have it. it. I might have it because I might go. have got it in a Ubisoft sale for like the whole game for six quid the or go- something. I don't know. The gold edition, yeah. which includes it, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's really, really great, and um, just feels like. Uh, it, it feels so chunky in Nintendo, and, 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 and there's a, so much life going on there in, in the game. And the, so the other game I've been playing, talking about life, is um, Immortality, which is a Xbox Game Pass game. And I actually sat Christine down to play this because she loves those sort of note-taking um, games like um, Oprah Din, Return to Oberdin, where you're, you're properly investigating something, and she will just do the drudge of like taking the notes. Right, I'm working through this. I'm going to do it. Like, like she treats it like homework. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and so I thought this was a game just like that that she'd be able to properly dive into and explore. But then I was cooking, and she was just started yelping at various scenes in, in the game, and it got quite horrible, <laughs> creepy. Yeah, you sat, you sat. You, you sat Christine down and now she's yelping. You can confirm that Christine is not a dog. <laughs> I didn't bring her any treats, though. Um, uh, yeah, she was like, ah, I, Mark, come over. I, I can't do this. It's too freaky. So I came over and I was trying to assist her with the game a little bit. So now we're playing it together. And I think she might have decided it's just too scary to play completely. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm still working on that. This, I've never played anything like it. It, it doesn't... So... It's a series of videos that you, you're given that are yeah. either s- sequences of a, f- of a particular film or they're like like you're accessing behind-the-scenes footage of the making of that film. And you get, a se- you, get a series of, you get a series of them to start you off. And you also get, just given at the beginning of the game, just your, your toolkit of how to explore these sequences of videos so it doesn't start you off with anything like oh by the way there's been a murder and we need you to like look through this video footage it doesn't say anything like that it just says these are the tools to look through these videos there you go and you just start working your way through the videos and every video you watch you can freeze it at any point it's a bit like Blade Runner in this aspect uh, um, Lewis (laughs) Um, and then you can like click on any particular object where an eye appears and then it will just move you to another video that oh, okay f- a, that sort of incorporates that object or perhaps maybe does and you can also it also uses rumble in a clever way to reveal certain details which yeah. I won't spoil um, so we've played about an hour or so of it so far we've unlocked a good number of videos we're exploring we still have no real sense of what the game wants us to achieve, <laughs> even after an hour of playing it. No sense at all of what the game wants us to achieve. But there's something very compelling about watching these behind the scenes. You feel quite voyeurish in that you are just seeing these sequences play out and you, you, you are getting a sense of there's something mysterious and 
alarming happening here and potentially you're getting clues that something goes wrong but we don't quite know what that is yet a really fascinating game cool mm. very 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 indie feeling in that it just doesn't feel like any other mainline game I've ever played <laughs> mm. Yeah, I've seen it uh, on Game Pass, but I've not actually, you know, it's one of the, you look at it and go, yeah, I'll maybe play it if there's nothing else there. Um, but it sounds quite good. It's reviewed yeah, the- so well. It's one of the highest yeah. reviewed games of the year. And I've had it yeah, downloaded since day one, but it is one of those like, so with my job, I work a lot with editing video and scrolling and spooling through video clips and things. Not voyeuristic ones, mind, but um, it's, it yeah. does, uh, that's after work, but it does, there's something about that that mm. uh, puts me off playing it. So it's just like, oh, this, yeah. this feels a bit like work, but I'm sure it's, I'm sure that would disappear quite quickly. As you say, if you can go, oh, that, that looks interesting and then click on it and then go through to something else entirely that's related to that object or whatever. It's Yeah, it, it sounds, it sounds cool. Alex, I'm surprised you haven't played it because i think it's quite short as well isn't it yeah um i, I think I, i've just not got it yet dick, I will, by the way. no i not was um <laughs> i i i think I, i'll definitely get there with this one because i did play telling lies which was his previous um sam Barlow's previous oh, okay. game um but i think he sam Barlow really is the master of these fmb games like he's the one that really knows he knows what he's doing um and I think, as you say, Ben, it's reviewed incredibly well, and I think it's very impactful. Um, mm. And I really, I will definitely play this. When? I'm not very sure. But I will get there. I will get there. Here's a question. You can't, and Alex, you'll know the answer to this, you can't do the same thing on the Xbox that we did on the PS5 of Until Dawn, can you? Like no. the same share play. It's a shame, because this would be quite a good one for that. It would be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I wonder if it will. I wonder yeah, if I your job things. working with video will mean that you like it even more, actually, Ben, because it'll be like yeah. deploying those skills in a whole new environment, really. Like you're working as in like a police force or something to go through footage. Who says I? Who says I don't? Who work says you don't? Fred, <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Cool. I'm um, very intrigued by this one. Excellent, uh, and for me, I, I've, I've I've played a bit more, a lot more Persona Five, um, but um, I can update that on a future episode. Um, Are you still very very high on it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, a curiosity, Ben. Have you tried to play this on the cloud? Because I know this is a kind of cloud-type game. I wondered after you played Yakuza on the cloud whether you'd given this a go on the cloud. No, that's a good idea, though. Because it is touch control and stuff. So I did wonder if you tried, because I know you're a bit of a <laughs> ambassador for these things. I am Mr. Cloud. Um, yeah, If when I get around to it, I'll, uh, I'll give it a go. Um, before we move on, uh, Ben, what are you playing at uh, this precise second? Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, well, why? I, I picked up my. 
I grabbed my Switch off the shelf just to download. Uh, <laughs> so you were, I was like, I was like, oh, he's cool. playing a game. He yeah. sent to me subliminal messages to get a move on. Uh, Mario and Rabbit. Okay. Mark just reminded me that I don't think I've got um, Kingdom Battle on my OLED, so I thought I'd download it to that. I just asked him because you've got, you've got priors with that as well. I don't do that anymore. I cannot play a game and talk to you at the same time. It's impossible. Okay. You got all my attention. Oh, you're spoiled. Um, <coughs> uh, this episode is brought to you. <laughs> that's that's my segue into uh, the ad. Uh, <laughs> 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 this episode is brought to you by Fixer Gaming, purveyors of premium accessories for your Nintendo Switch. I do feel like my voice is going. As gamers, we know all too well about the pleasure our hands can bring us. But isn't it about time we pleasured our hands? Well, if you've got an OG Nintendo Switch, then treat yourself and your hands to the Fixture S1. Slide that Switch on in and use your Pro Controller on the go. Your hands will thank you. Uh, and if you've got a Switch OLED, then hold your fire. The Fixture S2 Founders Edition is available on Amazon. Uh, the final version on the way, and we'll let you know when that actually comes out. We've not received an update on that yet from Austin. Fixture gaming, mm. yeah. Pop on Amazon. Leave if you're going to buy one. Leave a review. Say that we sent you. That'd be nice. Ooh. Do it. All right. Um, should we go into sweet, sweet releases? Sweet, sweet, sweet releases. You might want to give me ten minutes to consider this list because November is pretty stacked. Mm. Um. I'll quickly fire through these. So November 3rd, we have the Entropy Center that I've been talking about on PC, PlayStations, and Xboxes. WRC Generations on PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One. We have Harvestella and It Takes Two coming to the Switch on November the 4th. November 8th, we've got Sifu coming to Switch. We have various editions of Football Manager 2023 across all consoles and PC. And we have Sonic Frontiers on PC, PlayStations, Xboxes and Switch. On November 9th, there's some PlayStation game coming out. Um, on November 10th... No, on November 9th, we've got God of War Ragnarok, obviously. Um, November 10th, it's a shame Megadan isn't here. We've got City Bus Manager. <laughs> <laughs> on November 11th we have Tactics Ogre Reborn on PC, Playstations and Switch also on November 11th Atari 50 the anniversary celebrations on PC, Playstations, Xboxes and Switch November 15th we have Pentiment and Somerville both on PC, Xboxes and Xbox Game Pass November 17th Goat Simulator 3 some great impressions of that last week um, on PC, PS5 and Xbox Series S and X November 18th The Dark Pictures Anthology The Devil and Me on PC, Playstations and Xboxes and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet on Switch November 22nd, we've got Evil West on PlayStation's Xboxes and PC. And just for Ben, Just Dance 2023 on PlayStation's Xboxes and Switch. And it's the final yes. annual installment of Just Dance, as far as I'm aware. I think it's moving to a platform after this. 
So a lot coming in November and a lot of them coming to Game Pass. And we also today had the announcements of what was coming on Game Pass. I'll just very quickly run through that too. So available as of recording today, we have the leg- on November 1st, The Legend of Qian Ding on Cloud Console on PC, Walking Dead on New Frontier and Walking Dead Michonne both on PC. We then have Ghost Song on Cloud Console on PC on November 3rd, Football Manager on PC and Console on November 8th. You've got a console and a PC version. November 8th, we also have Return to Monkey Island on Cloud Console and PC. Vampire Survivors hits console on November 10th. Pentiment Day 1 on November 15th, the same as Somerville on November 15th. So a lot to be playing. A lot. That is a lot it's... of games. Our cup runneth over. Ooh. Indeed. Oh, wow. Indeed. And a lot of, it's uh, not much. even, it's, it's too much and it's yeah. too much good game. Like, this is a month where we're finally a lot of, a lot of good stuff hitting. I mean, a lot, a lot of people have been looking forward to Somerville for a while. Obviously, God of War Ragnarok, um, Pentiment, like a first party Xbox game. We know how long we've been waiting for one of them. Um, Vampire <laughs> Survivors, I know there's a lot of love on PC for that. So, people looking forward to it and console. I'm looking forward to finally getting into Return to Monkey Island because I held off on the Switch release. Yes, mate. Um, yep. Same. So much. I think I said God of War Ragnarok, God of War Ragnarok in there, but I am going yeah. on that day one, so that'll be that'll be the biggie. Um, and weird, weird West, Wild West. I get those two mixed up all the time. Evil West. I'm looking forward <laughs> to as West. well. That's one I'm interested in. I think that looks very good. This is the first time all year that I've considered not getting Ragnarok day one. Because there's so much that, around it. There's so much other good stuff that I feel like I'd probably rush through God of War mm. to try and get to play some other stuff. But even like, I mean, it, it starts off pretty slowly, but then I mean, Sonic Frontiers are probably... We'll definitely wait for reviews, but it's it's after Ragnarok comes out. You've got like Tactics mm. Ogre on the eleventh. Uh, was it Vampire Survivors comes out on the tenth on yeah. console, which is I've that's that's the PC game, the Steam game that like Loop Hero last year. That's the one I've been waiting for to come to console so I can play it properly because um, it's it's really really good. Uh, and then you've got Pentiment. I could probably leave that, but then Somerville on the fifteenth. From um, so it is, it's some of the team from Playdead who made Limbo and Inside, mm. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so that yeah, I mean that's that's surely with that pedigree, it's going to be incredible. Um, so yeah, that's that's quite a lot. And then and then you're a Pokemon, Pokemon. boy now, so that's coming up. And, yeah, exactly. And, and Monkey Island, which is hidden in there. And I really want to try Monkey Island. So yeah. When you put all that together, so I mean, I, I probably will get Ragnarok anyway, but <laughs> may as well. Yeah. I really don't need to. No, do you know the best way of Other dealing than... with it? Though I've just realised. Cool. Sell your PS Five. What you know? <laughs> that, that is an option. But another option is to wait for a really, really stacked month like this one, and then play mm. a load of old games that you haven't <laughs> that you haven't yeah, yeah. played yet. Well, I've just I've just downloaded really, really the Donkey stupid. Kong DLC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that sticks it for me is that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet it seems awful quiet on Pokemon front, doesn't yeah, it? it? Does yeah. 
There has been quite a few. Is they have it? done like Pokemon presents or whatever shit they call it, like about it, and there's been stuff coming out. But I don't feel like the same. There's the same level of anticipation around it this time. Usually, I feel like there's a lot more buzz at this point. But was it even at it normally? No. Right. Over like a few years ago, the, the Sword and Shield was the biggest game there for Nintendo. But Nintendo yeah, weren't true. really there at EGX this year. I know, they still oh, had loads of booths mm. with Splatoon and Mario Kart and all that pish. Um, <laughs> both, yeah, both yeah I think it seems like Pokemon Arceus had a lot more buzz around yes. it. Yes. Uh-huh. Just for, for shaking everything up so much. And it just like, even though this is uh, ostensibly an open world experience as well uh, compared to the other. Mm. Pokemon games, which it, which is an but encouraging then, move for them, but it does. You're right. I, I don't feel like it's had the same buzz as Arceus had. But weirdly, is is that just us though? Because the yeah, it could be. There's a lot of now that we are sort of cross platform. I feel like if we were just in that Switch ecosystem, still, we'd be going, oh, Sifu, amazing. Oh, it takes two game of the year last year, brilliant. Whereas now we're like, eh, it's probably going to run like us. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, Pokemon, whatever. Like, rewind that to a couple of years ago, all of those would have been really exciting releases. So I think it might just be mm-hmm. an us problem. Possibly. We wouldn't have cared that Sifu looks atrocious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, and and it takes two. And I think the other thing is that Pokemon doesn't seem to get the same level of attention, marketing wise, from. Nintendo as it does from the Pokemon Company. Mm. So unless you're following. The Pokemon Company releases and schedules and things. Then there's, there'll be people listening to this now who are going, "Oh my god, I've been thinking about this every day." You're exactly right, Ben. Um, probably some of our <laughs> patrons. Um, yeah, I'm sure. yeah, yeah. Even from that though, I feel like it, around Darkest and stuff coming out. Even like some of the patrons and the guys in Discord and stuff were more spoke more kind of looking forward to that coming out and i don't feel like there's anyone nearly going oh we're nearly there with pokemon or pokemon this month there's been nothing no, like true. that this time too many too mm. too too quickly that we got like a one at the end of last year and then arceus in such quick succession mm. that people are just a bit bored of it and they, they could have waited a bit longer saturation point They've been pushing it for years and suddenly they've reached it. Oh no, this is too much Pokemon. Someone's finally caught them all. Mm. But no, look, they're still revealing new Pokemon. There was that weird ghost dog that follows you around and slowly kills you that they revealed last week. Uh, Didn't see that at all. Didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Okay, that's great. They are still putting stuff out. I just don't think we're as receptive to it at the moment. That's Mm. all. Good, good. But yeah, busy month. Busy, busy month. Very. Um, anything else on sweet releases? Like to Not mention. Uh, well, Lewis, you didn't. You didn't really talk about what you were interested in. Um. I guess I'm not really interested in that all that much. The entry center looks um, <laughs> looks well. Sounds pretty good from what Alex was saying. Um, I'm really looking. I'm looking forward to uh, City Bus Manager. Seeing uh, how quickly I can get from Edinburgh to Glasgow uh, on the Megabus. Um, how long? How long does it normally take? Over an hour, which is far too long. Yeah. Far too long. Yeah. It takes you okay. like get you got into the you get out of Edinburgh, you go into the M8. It takes you to like Heart Hill. It takes you to um, the bit where like what these weird statues are. Forget its name. Kelpies. Yep. 
it just takes far too long. Um, yeah, nothing really. Not Ghost Song, Lewis. What? Ghost Song. Where's that? What is it? The mm, coming out like the third. It's a Met- Metroidvania. Uh, reviews well already. It reviews on the well. desolate moon of Lorien. A <laughs> long dormant dead suit awakens from slumber. Journey beneath the surface on atmospheric 2D adventure of self-discovery, ancient mysteries, and cosmic terror. Explore winding caverns and acquire new abilities to unearth this alien world's long-buried secrets. That sounds good. Is that on Game Pass? Yeah. Is that Game Pass? Yes. Yeah, okay, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. We got him with one. There you go. Yep. Um, My work here is done. Just, sorry, quick update on the pricing yes. front on the Entropy Centre. There's no pricing information available. I've oh. scoured everywhere. It's, and it's free. Of, it's just wish list only at the minute everywhere, so there's no pre-orders available to give a price. I can't find one. Cutting but it fine. I can't, I, yeah, I can't imagine it will be... I can't see it being like 40, 50 quid. I think it'll be more of that... Indie price range level. So, mm. so. cool. Twenty-five. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. All right, Jason. I see your question in Discord. I'm going to push it to next week. Smart Unless move. You guys want to do it now? It's no. getting pushed next week, so it's going to stay in the shorts, Jason. It's going to stay in the shorts. Uh, but we are going to finish up today's podcast. With uh, with that with that once once a month spectacular that we do uh, when that when I'm hosting, um, and and it goes a little bit it goes a little bit like this. Uh, generally, we're all lucky enough to have all uh, current gen consoles, but which ones get used more than others? Presenting the dusties, which console collects the most dust? Once a month, we'll discuss which one hasn't been getting much use and why. The votes will tally up, and during our game of the year episode we can present the award for Dustiest Machine. Coming round the grounds, coming to you first, Mark. Yeah, I'd say the um, Series S hasn't had as much use as the Switch, so that would be my Dusty. No, it needs to be the PlayStation because you sold it. You you sold it. Yeah, that's that's a fair point, but someone might be getting a lot of love out of it, so I, I don't know if I can really choose one I don't own. If that's allowed... With the rules of Dusties, then yeah, it is not, it it's isn't... unfair for the Xbox to get a mark against its name, though, when there's not a fair playing field. How is it not fair? Because it doesn't have all, all three consoles. So if, if the other one was still there, it would be the dustiest. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you which, which hasn't had a lot of love and is very dusty. Is these little uh, the little pocket, these little pocket dudes? You know, oh, the Game and Watch guys. Yeah, the Game oh, and Watch. Game watch. They're yeah. very dusty. Yeah, right, so I vote for Nintendo. There we go. There you go. If I <laughs> just to <clears throat> keep Alex off my back, I will choose the Legend of Zelda Game and Watch. Good. Uh, <laughs> is that a current gen machine? Don't think so. Um, yeah. Alex, released in the same it. time scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alex, what about you? Um, I think probably PlayStation again for me this month. Um, other than playing Until Dawn with Ben, I hadn't really touched it. Um, played. I played the Switch on 22 day, 21 days during October. That's 21 amazing. separate Whoa, days. I cannot believe it. I know. All because of that fucker, Dorf Romantic. Dorf Romantic. Um, yeah. What's your, what's your best score, mate? Nobody knew you, so shut up. <laughs> um, hence why I played it for 21 days. Uh, but it's a lovely little game. And the Xbox, I probably I did get quite a, 
uh, managed to get those G's up during during October. I think eight and a half thousand G's in October. So mad. Wow. Back up. Good. Good play times. Definitely PlayStation for me this month, unfortunately. Mm. But I'd imagine that will change next month with the aforementioned Ragnarok releasing. Potentially. Uh, Mark, what's Um, your G's at just now? Do you know? Mate, I've no idea. I don't even know where to look. I don't really know what they do. Sorry, I can't help you. (laughs) I'll I'll go find out. Sorry. Yeah, I've got nothing. (laughs) Does it matter for something? I'm sure he does. He's probably got a spreadsheet and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Smart. Two G's. <laughs> uh, ben, what about you? I am all PS5 at the moment. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I've pretty much... I've played, obviously, a few hours of Nier Automata on the Switch, but that has been all I've played on that. haven't played anything on Xbox. It has been Cyberpunk, Control, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and now Until Dawn. They're all on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I forgot to Xbox. mention Near Automata in pickups. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wasn't yeah. Worth, probably wasn't worth it. That's a physical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <That's> a... <laughs> so definitely, definitely Xbox for me. Another another month goes by without touching it. Um, for me, it is the PlayStation 5, which has remained untouched since I finished Last of Us. I think. I don't think I've really played it at all since then. I jumped into the control, actually, for a little while. I've not gone back to it yet, though. Of course you did. But yeah, it's all been either Switch, predominantly, but backing up a few Xbox games here and there, dotted about. But yeah, definitely mm. PS5 is the least played for me through October. I can't see me jumping into anything throughout November, I'm being honest. Um, no. It, um, does, it does occur to me that it's easy. I might go the same route as Mark. And get what? Rid of it. Get rid of the PS5? Mm, yeah. No way. Whoa. Do it. Do it. It's, you can't you've just, you've just blown blown Ben's mind there, mate, I think. That's crazy. I don't know. Although I've thought of getting rid of one of the Xboxes as well. So I, I get that. I've got I thought I've about considered... getting rid, rid of one of the cars. <laughs> <laughs> one of the children. Yeah. I thought of knocking, knocking through this wall into the West Wing and just yeah. you know, making it an open plan. No, um, Need some of yeah, the I, I've, I can't take the piss because yeah, I genuinely thought there is no point in having a Series X whatsoever. Um, it's just a giant obelisk that never gets touched. Um why? Why? Surely you'd get rid of the S, not the. Why would you get rid of? I prefer yeah. the S. Really? Yeah, it's just less obtrusive, and it's. Mm. I don't know. It just suits the decor. Something. Yeah. Ab- well, yeah. It's <laughs> but it's just something. There's more. There's something more convenient about it. I don't know why. It just feels less. Yeah. He likes potatoes. Like a millstone hanging around my neck. Um, also, it, it's just I, I would probably feel different if they were actually releasing some games. The fact that Pentiment is the only proper first-party game coming out this year, and that's basically a couple of people from Obsidian made that in a cupboard, uh, <laughs> like out of hours. It's just it's ridiculous. It's fine. Just wait Hopefully for twenty twenty-three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what we said last year. No, I don't think we ever said wait for twenty twenty-two. We had like a twenty twenty-one. We weren't waiting for anything. 
but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm open-minded. I won't be getting rid of it anytime soon. I suppose that was one thing we missed actually from the sweet releases and stuff. November eighth, the Halo Infinite Winter Update, the infamous Winter Update is finally hitting, and we're getting co-op multiplayer. We're getting Forge. We're getting all these things that we've been promised for so long. So it's it's going to have a lot more stuff going in there. I briefly played too that today too late. on the backbone. Jumped in the bed. Halo. Oh. Turn it off again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Probably not. There's a lot of games I want to play on the PlayStation. It's just yeah because I've just come off the back of quite a chunky game. I don't like spending too much time sat um, at the telly playing the computer. That's why I like the Switch so much. Easy to sort of spend time in the same room as like my wife and not be in a separate room upstairs from she's downstairs from watching telly or whatever and I'm up here separate yeah. oh and Alex has vanished um, yeah. he's still there I think it's just Ben said he was thinking about getting rid of one of the Xboxes <laughs> too much <laughs> fucking can't even, can't even look me in the eye um, alright so that leaves us with I think one more to go before game of the year uh, one more of the monthlies anyway and that is Xbox on 7 PlayStation on 5 and the Switch is on 3 I think the Switch is safe to be honest yeah I think it's the safe. Switch can't can't lose, lose slash win the Dusties no. I won't, won't be having it yeah nah. that. it's too it's too easy just to grab it it just starts so quickly ah mm. oh, it's a dream I still have pro- the same problem I had with the fucking PlayStation where the, the TV doesn't start when I switch on the console got that same problem with the xbox even though i've set everything up as i'm supposed to the switch boom starts up close the switch tv shuts down just works beautifully yeah. everything about it works beautifully i can't it's, it's almost apart from the fact that it plays these more modern games like shite <laughs> and it would be amazing apart to have. That. but all all they need is just to give, give us a switch pro next year we'll all pick that up it'll be amazing and then stuff like seafood they can just they can patch that it'll be fine <laughs> I've solved it. I've solved it all, all in, in, in ten Easy. seconds. Easy. Easy. Solved it. it. Idiots. Hmm. <laughs> um, Sorry, that was just my little soapbox. That's all right. It's all right. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it, it leaves us uh, only to thank our patrons, who are, of course, uh, Mark Gammond, Sarah Pubrick, Luke Pooper, Rebecca Rudranath, Jason Frotz, Carl Fivehead Hughes, Sean Hughes, Ethan Hunt. Kevin Fanny, Max Micropenis Wright, Sticky Simpson, Nate Bellinsworth, and Rude Porn. <laughs> Thank you very much. Your uh, contributions are very much uh, appreciated. Um, yeah, thank you. If you Thanks. want your name to be changed into something rude, uh, you can support us from as little as £2 a month on Patreon. On Patreon. Um, and you can get there via uh, thecrossplayers.com. You can go to that website can get to Patreon via there. You can get to our shop. Go onto the Crossplayers shop and buy yourself a nice Crossplayers cross button or X players bum bag or something like that. Duvets, uh, baby grows, that kind of thing. Um, caps, caps, monogrammed caps. Monogrammed, yes, monogrammed BC cap. Uh, yep. You can't get your own initials monogrammed, just BC. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you change, they can change their name though to something that they can. is BC. Yeah, yeah. good. Brian Cranston. 
Yes. Brian Cranston. Nice. That's I was one. thinking b- before Christ for some reason. <laughs> before Christ. Billy Connolly. Bri- yeah, Brian Croft. Brian Clough. Brian Croft. <laughs> Brian Croft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you can also get into uh, Discord that way. Come and join the conversation uh, in Discord and come say hello. Um, I think that is it. Um, so, thank you all. You going to say bye? You going to say bye? Oh, yeah. Just trying to think of other famous people with BC. <laughs> uh, Bill Crosby. Mm. <laughs> bye! <laughs> <laughs>